Hi, welcome to Murder with Friends, the podcast where I talk about murder with my friends. I'm your host, Zoe. I'm Ariana. And Abigail's not here today. Again. Again, okay, yeah. She'll be back. Hopefully. Or will she? anyways today for my case i'm doing my second part to the cecil hotel make sure you listen to the first part because it's amazing oh okay (laughs) i hate that anyways um i have a question Okay. <laughs> what fast food restaurant has the best French fries? Um, Chick Fil A, right? I think. Me too. I just thought of that today because originally I was gonna say McDonald's, but then I'm like, they're not really, they're, they're not, not really good right now. Sometimes I like limp and weird. Yeah, but. The ones that my mom got me today were delicious. That's why I was thinking about it. But I would have to go with Chick-fil-A. They're fun. Yeah. And it comes with those ketchup packets. You know, the ones that you can tear at the top. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like a little ketchup bottle. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chick-fil-A one. But also... Cookout has good fries. They're a little bit too salty, but they're always hot and like kind of crispy. You know. Why you say crispy? Like, oh no. Okay, maybe we should actually get started. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot already. Okay. <clears throat> so the information for today's episode comes from all that is interesting um BuzzFeed Unsolved some YouTube videos and Women's Health magazine (laughs) I don't know why it was in Women's Health but it was so today we're talking about the case of Elisa Lamb Basically, she was a 21-year-old college student from Vancouver. Why don't I just look at my script? Why don't I try to memorize? (laughs) Okay, anyways, she's from Vancouver. So, on January 26, 2013, Lisa Lam came to L.A., she just got off a train from San Diego and she was about to go to Santa Cruz as part of her trip around the West Coast. Basically, the trip was supposed to be like a getaway for her um, because she was tired of school. I wish I could get away from school. Yeah, same. But. <laughs> All right. Why don't we? anyways she went to the University of 
British Columbia and Vancouver. And Vancouver is also where she was from. Okay. Um, obviously, her parents didn't want her traveling by herself because she was a 20-year-old, like, medium-height woman. And that doesn't seem safe. Yeah, like understandable. Yeah, especially when she's, like, so far, like, so far from home, like, from Vancouver to L.A. That doesn't sound good. What? I said, let me guess. She went on her own anyway. Otherwise, it wouldn't be murder. (laughs) Yeah. She did get, like, she did check in with her parents every day. She was like, hey, guys, I'm good. Things are going great. So, yeah, at least she was doing that. But then one day, on January 31st, they didn't hear from her. And that was, like, a little confusing. They're like, uh-oh, what's happening? Wait, you uh, said January 1st? No, January 31st. Oh. She was like, they were like, uh-oh, because, you know, she called every day. Yeah. And you know what day... Or, you know what she did on January 31st? What? She checked into the Cecil. Of course she did. hmm And the parents are like, okay, she's not answering, and that's suspicious, so we need to do something. So they contacted the LAPD, and they went to the Cecil, like the police officers, went to the Cecil and they couldn't find her. And I was like, okay. ooh, that's fast. So she's just gone? Yeah. And was her like there? Hmm? Was her stuff there? I don't know. But um basically before I say this part, this I saw this YouTube video a long time ago and it was really scary for me because I didn't even like, I didn't even like murder mysteries yet. I always had nightmares about them. I was like scared. Yeah. But then I, I watched this video anyways. I was like, Ooh, I should just watch this because it looked interesting. And it's basically the surveillance footage from the cameras at the hotel. Of Elisa Lamb. And yeah, it was really creepy. I shouldn't have watched it. <laughs> what happened? So, Elisa, she's getting into the elevator. Like, she's running into the elevator. And I was like, what? Hmm? And like, nobody was behind her or anything. And she hides in the corner of the elevator. And then she gets back out of the elevator and then gets back in and hides around the other corner. And when she sees that her foot is a little bit out of the elevator door, she like panics and like hops back in. And then 
she bends down in the corner of the elevator and is like just studying the buttons like really closely. And I was like, um, this is a little weird. Then she gets, yeah, like, and then she gets out of the elevator again. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was talking, huh? What is she doing? She's weird. I, I know. Okay. And she gets out of the elevator again and she's talking to nobody. <laughs> okay. Like, she's having a full on conversation with just nobody. And I was like, this is creepy. And yeah. She gets back in the elevator, but then she gets off again. (laughs) She closes the door this time, and then the elevator leaves. So, she never got on the elevator, but she did get into a fight with an invisible person. Alright, so she was just arguing with nothing? I guess people were like, what if it's a ghost? And I was like, no. But then it kind of makes sense because, you know, the hotel's history. Too. But I don't believe she had beef with a ghost. But she... <laughs> when she just checked in that day, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, why would they already already be arguing? I know. And... Um, I wouldn't be arguing at a go- with a ghost at all in the first place. Exactly. I wouldn't even you be talking. You couldn't catch me doing that. <laughs> Again. Uh, I have issues. You okay? Yes. <laughs> I, I will be. But now, it's two weeks later, February 19th. And it's, like, after the video was already published. Um, People, so people at the hotel were complaining because the water pressure in their sinks and showers was, like, really low. Like, it wasn't enough. So, Uh. like, they were only getting, like, little drips out of the sink. And their shower water was, like, it, it wasn't working. And also, when they were brushing their teeth in the morning, the water... Okay, this part is disgusting. I can't even imagine being one of these people who brush their teeth in the morning at this hotel. The water, they said, was brown and thick. It- Wait, did you say it was thick? Yeah, they're like, they're like, sometimes it came out thick. And I was like, and you didn't think anything of that? Ew. You just continued to brush your teeth? Or like, did you stop? Like, brown? Yeah. I, I don't understand. And they said it tasted weird and like, metallic. Ew. No, that's gross. <laughs> I know. I'd be without brushing my teeth because I'm not brushing my teeth with some murky water. I'd be like, you ain't got no mouthwash or anything? Because 
teeth. Why are you still brushing your teeth? So, there, they called the maintenance worker. His name was Santiago Lopez, and <laughs> okay. he went upstairs or like to the top of the hotel to the water tanks, right? Yeah. And keep in mind, the water tanks are like huge because you know it has to be enough water for the whole hotel. Right. Huge. The lids are heavy, and the only people who have access to the roofs are the maintenance workers or the people who work there, right? Yeah. But somehow, when he opened the tank, a Lisa Lamb was floating in the tank. What? Yeah, it was just... They were... No, she was doing that weird elevator stuff. Yeah, okay. My thing is, those people were brushing their teeth with dead body water. Oh, I just realized that. That's why it was brown. Like, I can't imagine. Oh, you're already staying at a weird haunted hotel. Then you're drinking dead body water. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some things happened, but it's okay. We're back now. Yep. I think this is just going to be a thing every episode. Yeah, why Why do we keep having issues? I don't know. But what was I? I was talking about dead body water, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, but what was in the water brown? There was a dead body. Well, yeah. But, well, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, her body was found, um, in the tank, right? And the chief of the fire department said that her body had to be drained completely and then cut from the side to remove... Wait, did I just say her body? (laughs) I don't... I didn't mean her body. (laughs) <laughs> okay I meant <laughs> I meant the tank and I said her body had to be cut open from the side yeah okay that makes more sense I, I forgot that word and I feel like it was an important word to mention tank not body <laughs> so she was also naked why are they always? I don't know. What's going on? Like, I wish they weren't naked. Or I wish they weren't murdered, first of all. Well, obviously. But they're always. Some item of clothing is missing. Or all of it. 
Oh, weird. But so her clothes, even though they weren't on her, they were also in the water with her. And it was the same clothes she wore in that video on the elevator. So it was probably the same day, right? Yeah, but my thing is, how didn't they find her until two weeks later? I don't know. Because I wonder how long her stay was supposed to be at the hotel. Because if she was staying for like one or two days and then she doesn't check out for two weeks, you're not going to. I mean, you should probably be suspicious at that point. I know. Like, come on now. Hmm. And um, they were wondering, like, who else was here with her? Because this could be a murder. And I don't know. My thing is, this case doesn't even sound like a murder. She was arguing with nobody. And then she was found in the water tank when there was nobody with her. And I have a theory, but I'll save it till the end because, like, yeah. Okay. But she did see, or, yeah, um, Elisa, she saw one person before she died. Um, she found this or met this girl at a bookstore, right? Okay. But it's creepy because the b- store was named the last bookstore. What? Like <laughs> the last that, bookstore. Th- that's so creepy. That's the last place she went before she died and it's called the last bookstore. That's so I don't like it. Me neither. But she was talking to the owner named Katie Orphan. And um, orphan, yeah, orphan. She just remembered her talking to like one college student, buying a book and music, and then leaving. But she knew it was Katie. Or what? Katie's the owner. She knew it was Elisa because when she was talking to Katie, she was explaining that she's buying books and music for her family back in Vancouver. So, yeah. (laughs) So, they did an autopsy and um, it looked like um, Elisa used a lot of, or she took a lot of medication And this is the thing. I was wondering, why didn't they say this in the beginning? But she had... So she had bipolar disorder. And they were... At first, they were acting like she was just doing a lot of drugs. But I was probably... It was probably medication. Yeah, for... Yeah, because why didn't they say that in the beginning? Is it just... I don't know, a way of them trying to explain why she ended up in the water tank. 
They're like, oh yeah, she did drugs. She's in the water tank. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no alcohol or illegal drugs in her system. Um, after that, people were like, I need to know what happened now because what is going on? Yeah. And so they were looking for a ton of information and there was this summary of a report posted by somebody on Reddit and they like clearly were interested in medicine. So I trust them. They said, Elisa took one antidepressant a day, or one that day at least, and she took her second one and mood stabilizer recently, but not that day. So she didn't die on that day. She was in the elevator. She was just, she still had the same clothes with her. Okay. And she also didn't take her antipsychotic drugs. That's so, a thing. Yeah. Um, so it suggested that Elisa. Oh. Huh? That's probably why she was talking to no one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, it's probably, it looks weird, but there's a better explanation than she was just talking to ghosts. Wait, so she went on a trip by herself with all these meth issues? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. That's why her pants are probably nervous, too. Yeah, I would be, too. That's, yeah, that seems like something to be concerned about, probably. <laughs> but, um, this suggested that she may have not been taking her medicine properly. And if she um, if she takes antidepressants when she has bipolar disorder, it can lead to like weird side effects. Like the talking to herself thing, like that could be a side effect of her taking the antidepressants to treat bipolar disorder when she should be taking her other medicines. Yeah. And, oh yeah, I also wrote that. I said it's probably an explanation for her strange behavior. Right. I don't know what that was about. I don't like it. It was weird. And so the hotel manager also said that while she was staying at the hotel, while Elisa was staying at the hotel, she originally booked this room that was like hostel style. You know what a hostel is, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, you know, when they all stayed together? Yeah. Just with strangers. <laughs> yeah, it's not really like the best idea, but sure. <laughs> Um, but she got kicked out of the hostel room because 
the people who shared it with her, they were like, ooh, um, she's acting a little weird. And it's making us nervous. So, they did move her to her own private room. But clearly, she was acting weird before that whole elevator thing. And, but my thing is, just because we know this thing now about her mental health issues and everything like that. How did she end up dead in the water tank? Yeah, I don't know. And they, when but- they did the autopsy, there was no evidence of foul play. Um, but they were unable to do a full examination because they couldn't examine the, bu- the blood from her body. Which is weird, too. Yeah. I was going to say that it could have been, like, suicide. But how yeah. is she supposed to get in there and lift that lid? And why was she naked? Yeah. <laughs> That's the right thing. Why was she naked? And why was she wearing the same clothes as she was a couple days ago? Or two weeks ago? Like. I want to know the timeline, like when she, like from her room to the elevator to suddenly in the tank and then them not finding her till two weeks later. Yeah. It's weird. Um, so obviously the parents are like devastated because this is exactly what they didn't want to happen. And they filed a wrongful death suit against the hotel because they were like, you should have been checking. Like, why don't you see who checks in and checks out and make sure that people can't get up there? Because if an adult can do that, imagine how dangerous whatever can be, whatever happened could be for a kid. That's true. And um, the hotel was like, don't blame us. Don't blame us. I was never here. And (laughs) so (laughs) they're like, baby, I'm not even here. (laughs) And they filed a motion to dismiss it. They're like, case dismissed. And the hotel's lawyer was like, they have no reason to think that somebody's in the water tank, which I kind of agree with. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because, like, that's... Who ends up in a water tank? You wouldn't expect that. To look for her and realize that she hadn't checked out. Yeah, like... That's what the parents were trying to argue. And maybe instead of the um, hotel saying, like, who was, like, in a water tank. Like, they should have said something like, I don't even know. They have no excuse. 
But they they were like, why would anyone even be able to get in the water tank either? Because, you know, the lids are so heavy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that wouldn't be the first place somebody would think to look in. Yeah. Because they did search her room in around the hotel. Because remember, they called the police a long time ago. Yeah. I think the parents are just really upset. Because I would be too. Yeah, that's their kid. I would go in there and personally tear down the whole hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so mad. Um, And I forgot. How many floors were there again? What did I say last time? (laughs) Fifteen? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember either. So, oh. The maintenance guy took the elevator to the 15th floor and walked up the staircase. And then he has to turn off the alarm, climb up on the platform to the water tanks, climb another ladder, get to the top of the main tank, and then do that little, like, you know, twisty thing. So, yeah. That is, that seems like way too much work, especially when she was only 5'4 and only weighed like a hundred something pounds. Yeah, no, I don't know how she did that. Yeah, that's why they think it's foul play, because not one person can just do that. And also, how many. My thing is, how long did it take her to die if she did do that? Because she's just sitting in a water tank. Yeah. So it does seem suspicious. But he was like, so I noticed the hatch to the water tank was open. And he was like, oh. What is that? And he looks inside and he said he saw an Asian woman lying face up in the water approximately 12 inches from the top of the tank. But but wait, how does he know that it's 12 inches just from looking at it? He just happened to have a measuring tape in his pocket. (laughs) He went to see how deep it was. (laughs) He's like, wait a second. Let me check something really quick. Yep. I need evidence. Yeah. Like, did he... My thing is, what was the point of him adding that? I don't know. (laughs) Now I'm suspicious of the water tank guy. I know. There's so many people to be suspicious of. Um, Also... It would be hard for her to even access the rooftop because, like I said, when he went up to go to the water tanks, he has to disable the alarms. Right, with some type of code, right? Yeah. 
So why does she know what it is? I don't know. And the alarm, it reaches all the way to the front desk and the top two floors of the hotel. So anybody who opened it and didn't know the code, you'd be able to, like, whoever was there at the time would know that somebody got to the roof. Yeah. And so then the hotel's lawyer was like, Obviously, we wouldn't be prepared for somebody dying in a water tank because that's just, he said, unforeseeable, which makes sense. Like, when yeah, you're preparing random, yeah, like when you're preparing everything for your business, getting everything ready, I wouldn't just have safety precautions on a water tank that's on the 15th floor with an alarm and yeah, a they- gate and codes and everything. Yeah, and no one should have access to. Yeah, so then the case was just dismissed. And there was um, a lot of people saying, like, you know, it makes sense that this is another mysterious death that would take place here because, you know, of the history. So they were just like, it's not... Well, yeah, they were like, it's not rare for something like this to happen in this place because it's one of the most haunted properties in Los Angeles. So it it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And basically... That's all the information they have. That's just it? Yes. I'm still grossed out by the fact (laughs) with my water. (laughs) I don't understand. That's so gross. So, I looked up some theories... Like, what other people were thinking. Because, okay, so do you have any theories first? Like, what do you think happened? Well, at first I thought it was a suicide, but then you were explaining, like, the whole um, alarm thing and how heavy the lid was. And I was like, well, I don't know how the heck she's supposed to get up there. So, no, I really don't have theories. I'm just extremely confused at this point. (laughs) Me too. So, I had, I only had a theory for why she was hiding in the elevator. And it's because of all the medications she was on combined with her, like, mental health issues. Yeah. And it was having weird, she was having, like, weird side effects. But I, I don't know what the tank thing was. Yeah, how did, how? And why was she naked? That's you're still concerned about that. Yes. <laughs> Don't laugh. At me. I'm confused. Me too. But the first theory is what you said is somebody thought she committed suicide. And you know, I I found this article and I think I should just read it straight up because 
I didn't even put this in my script, so <laughs> I'm just going to read it. All right. So, yeah, 31. She died by suicide because um, she documented her struggles with anxiety and depression. And she said, I wish I could put part of my brain into a tape shut box and shove it into the back of my closet for the night. So, um, her last post on Tumblr, too, didn't suggest that she was planning her death. She said, um, she arrived and there is a scary building next to where she's staying. That's it. So, yeah. There's really nothing more about why she would have committed suicide if she didn't give any hints or... I mean, her posts were very tame. Like, that thing she said, her brain in the back of her closet that night, she just said a lot of things like that. Nothing ever about her wanting to harm herself or anything. Yeah. The next one which is a popular one, too, is that she was murdered. And that's what I thought, too. Um, yeah. Because of her weird behavior in the elevator, which was evidence that she was being followed. Oh, about the elevator video, if you want to watch it, just look up on YouTube, Elisa Lamb, and then Elevator. Okay. And it's like a three minute long video and she looks like she's being followed but there's nobody or at least there's not anybody that we can see in the camera huh it's weird and the scary thing about that to me is that it's like it's real yeah like that's my thing when there's actually videos. Like, when you look up these cases and you just see pictures and stuff like that, you can't really, it doesn't really make me feel any way because it's a still picture. You're just looking at them. But yeah. when you see them moving and, like, panicking. Yeah, when you and, see the action. Yeah, when you see it in action, it's, like, so sad because you're just thinking, like, oh, this is a person that was living and breathing and had a family and a life, and we're just talking about them now on a podcast about their death in a water tank. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm a little suspicious of her roommates because they kicked her out and they're like nah this girl is weird we got to do something about it so i think they called the water tank guy to get rid of her the water tank guy's just acting like he didn't know uh, and okay. he even measured how deep he was in the water <laughs> <laughs> oh okay but <laughs> Why are they working together? 
Why would I know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> not enough in here. We got hardly anywhere. This is how our cases have been for these episodes. I gotta switch this up. Okay. My next episode, it's actually solved. Oh, thank the Lord. I looked for one just for you. Because when I called you earlier, you sounded stressed. (laughs) (laughs) But also, they thought she was murdered because the naked thing. Yeah. Usually when somebody's murdered, they're always naked. Um... Also, I forgot about this. The lid to the water tank, the one that she was in, she got in and didn't come out, but it was closed. Which would have been impossible for her to do if she climbed into like if she climbed into the tank alone. Well, maybe maybe the water tank guy was working with her roommates because he was trying to get something out of it. So he was like, what do I get? So then, that's probably why she was naked. Maybe he raped her. Uh, the, the water tank guy? <laughs> yeah. The water tank <laughs> Okay. <There's- laughs> You're going with some weird theories because there's like not a lot of information about the water tank guy. And you're just turning him into some monster. (laughs) I don't... I don't know. What are you doing to the water tank guy? I don't know, but... Also... The water tank guy... He's a little suspicious. Because he said it was... Okay, he said it was closed, right? Yeah. But then... Later... He was like... Oh... It was open when I found the body, but then I closed it before the police came. But why? It was the water tank, I swear. And also, some people were like, it was this guy. His name is Morbid, and he was a metal rocker. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) That's what it says. Metal rocker. Who shared a video of himself inside the Cecil Hotel like a day or two after her body was found. And he also teased a new music video there. And you know what the music uh, or what the song was called? What was it called? It was called Died in Pain. That was... His new music video. Wonderful. But what a pleasant then, song. Huh? I said, what a pleasant song. I know. Died in pain. Like, a day after somebody literally died in pain, probably. Yeah. At the hotel that she died at. Also, I don't trust him because his name is Morbid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really weird name. But actually, 
they were like, you're lying. And the people were like, how? It's morbid. Like, no, it's not. Because it turns out he wasn't there because he actually visited the hotel in 2012, not 2013. So people were just trying to make something out of nothing, just like you. Yep. With your water tank guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's you, forget about that. I never, I never said that. You water you, uh, guy, he's okay. an angel. I'm sorry. But I love it. I love it because you literally created like a whole storyline for a water tank guy. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard like two things about him. <laughs> I, why did he measure it? <laughs> yeah, that is a little suspicious. And then when he said it was open, but then he closed it. But then when he was telling the police officers, he said he opened it and then found her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. But he was like, hey, guys, guess what? I wasn't there in 2013. I was there in 2012. And then he was like, I was recording an album in Mexico when Elisa went missing. So, yeah. Now this guy is just ruined because in that, have you seen, probably not, that one series on Netflix, it's a docu-series, and I forgot what it's called. What is it about? It's I probably haven't. It's called Crime scene. Oh, so. uh, like I've I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. Mm. But in the docu series, he was like, "Guys, you basically ruined me. I have mental health issues now, so thanks a lot." So basically, they made something out of nothing from a guy who was there a year before this happened and th- they just gave him mental health issues. So, Well, then I'm really sorry, Water Tank guy. <laughs> because I did the exact same thing to <laughs> <laughs> What if he's listening to this? Oh, God. Water Tank, if, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I was just... I didn't know. I was confused. <laughs> Okay, the next one. Okay, this isn't funny. Why am I still laughing? (laughs) I was going to be laughing, and it says theory number three. She was abusing substances. That's not funny. I know, and I was about to giggle while I was saying it, because I'm blaming you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They are people who came up with this theory, they were like, this is also what I thought, because they were like, her behavior mixed with the mental health issues, mixed with the wrong medicine, or too much of the medicine was causing hallucinations. Huh. But. I mean, that's logical. Yeah, and also... When the cops were like, she didn't have any illegal drugs or alcohol in her system. 
but they did say she took medicine and they didn't include that in the whole drugs thing. So, yeah. And the fourth theory is it was a copycat murder. Um, in the 2005 movie, Dark Water, people at the apartment complex where the main characters live complain about the drinking water because it's dark and it tastes off. And it leads to the discovery of a girl's body at, in the water tank at the top of the roof. <gasps> wow. Maybe there's somebody who's like obsessed with murder. Maybe they watch that movie and they're like, "Yeah, water tank guy." Stop! <laughs> Stop talking about water tank guy. What's his name again? I don't remember. Is it like Santiago Lopez? Oh yes, 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 something like that. I don't know. This is for you. Santiago Lopez. Are you gonna say sorry? I'm sorry, Santiago Lopez. <laughs> okay, wait. Maybe you shouldn't say sorry because what if he actually was the murderer? Then you just apologize to the murderer. Wait, I'm sorry. Rocky's in here right now and his paws are twitching while he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh my god, and his whiskers are moving too. Oh, Rocky. Oh, he just kicked me. Oh, he's rude. This is a serious dream. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, anyways. Let's let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Theory five. Um Elisa Lam- Lamb was involved in a tur to, why can I say the word tuberculosis test? <clears throat> okay, let me explain this one. So, this one is a little bit of a reach, very much a reach, you know? Yeah. So, um, people say that there was a tuberculosis outbreak at the time on Skid Row which was just a few blocks away from the Cecil Hotel. Um, experts point out that the test for the type of tuberculosis circulating was called the Lamb Elisa. Which... What? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, because it was l- lip... Oh, arabinomanin enzyme linked. Okay. Immunesorbent assay, which is lamb Elisa, <laughs> which was a crazy coincidence. What it's if... not coincidence. I don't think so. Okay, but what if this is one big linked? Murder started out with the last bookstore. Actually, wait. It started out with the elevator thing, then the last bookstore, then um, what was it called? Dying pain, and now the Lamb Elisa tuberculosis test, which was happening at the time 
she was at the hotel a couple blocks down. Yeah, but why all this just to kill one person? That's what I don't know. And they said that she was being used as a biological weapon to help take out the homeless population because... Why are they rude to homeless people? I don't know. Maybe that's why they put her in the water to spread it. So that one's like a reach, but it could make sense. Yeah. But now that you heard that, do you have any theories besides the water tank guy? No. <laughs> nope. I got nothing. I got nothing. So, there we go. Another unsolved case. Yep. I'm so sorry. I really wanted to continue my Cecil Hotel series. I won't do any more Cecil Hotel for now because basically all of them are unsolved. Yeah. So... I promise next episode it will be something solved, okay? Okay. Okay. But anyways. Yeah, that's it for the case of Elisa Lamb. Ariana? Yes? You can do the outro because I basically forgot it. Okay. That's all we have for today. And if you made it this far, you might as well subscribe because we're awesome. Don't forget to come back every Monday and Wednesday, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.